And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys. Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Fight and Fit Show. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about the book The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz? Don Miguel Ruiz? Um, this, for me, I would probably say has been the most impactful book I've ever read. Um, I have been, obviously, a, a, a consumer of personal development content for the best part of the last 10 years um, I would spend a lot more time it's something I am quite passionate about but I've never found a better more concise um, more concise easy to follow simple steps as what I found in this book this is the only book that I've ever read in one sitting once I open the book and it's not a long book like it's only what are we talking Jeez, it's only 130, 130 odd pages. Like you can sit down and read this book in two hours. And I promise you, this would be the best two hours you will spend in terms of learning about mindset and different things. Um, so that's my thoughts on the book. Also on the podcast today, we got Ashlyn. Ashlyn has also read the book. Um, what are your thoughts on the book, Ashlyn? My, I think the first time I read it, like is such a powerful book because as I was reading it, I was actually across so many situations where it was actually very applicable in my own life but obviously it takes a lot of um I don't know conviction to apply the principles that are outlined in the book but after re-listening to it I'm I'm seeing like how powerful it would have been at the time like how I can apply to my life going forward you know Mm -hmm. and I like listening to it before we did this podcast just like get another um get like more info on and like just kind of refresh it and it is so short like even if you listen to it in an audiobook it's like probably the length of a podcast so like if you're interested in getting it on audible as well that's like another great way to listen to it yeah and that's something i would recommend because hopefully this is something that we're going to do because generally like reading books has changed my life but i'm not a great reader to be honest i listen to more books than i read and sometimes i'm more of a book collector than a book reader a lot of time i'll buy a book with the intention to read that i don't always necessarily follow through i'm much more successful with listening to books but this book is such a simple read like so even if you're not a good reader mm-hmm. i would encourage you um to, to 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 get this book but again audible i think we we, we can get people a free trial with our on audible i think i if, if i can do that i'll double check i know we, we could before i'm not sure if it's still valid but if it is i'll put it in the in the description uh, put the link for that so you can get a free audible trial for 30 days and you think you get one free book so i'd strongly recommend uh, you guys to check this out but what are the four agreements all right so what i'll do is i'll, I'll just kind of read a brief summary summary of the four agreements and the first one is to be impeccable with your word what does that mean that means to speak with integrity say only what you mean avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love so that is the first agreement second don't take anything personally nothing others do is because of you what others say and do is a projection of their own reality their own dreams when you are immune to the opinion and actions of others you won't be the victim of needless suffering number three don't make assumptions 
find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Number four, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when, you're, when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. And that's the four agreements. So be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. So Ashton, any thoughts on that? Any any favorites? I kind of just read that. I just really, I, I love them all. They're all so valid, but I just really love that last one. Always do your best. I feel like we, we constantly beat ourselves up. We have this inner, this kind of perfectionist mentality, but that one always do your best. Just really hits home for me. It's like some days your best is going to be up here. Some days your best is going to be down here. On the day, no matter what the circumstances, just always do your best. And only you know, only you and your inner voice know if it's your genuine best effort. And that's what I say to clients all the time is like, listen, just show up and do your best because your best is all you can do. Stop trying to com stop comparing yourself to other people and just do your best, whatever that looks like. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, I don't I don't know at what stage sharing people's lives that it's kind of drilled into them because like I know I've like I've done it so much in the past. Like if it's not perfect, it's not worth doing it at all. I don't know at what stage that kind of gets drilled into us. Maybe it's kind of like like in the book, they talk about the dream of the planet and outside influences from the whole world. And maybe it's just like a, a universal thing that like we think everything has to be perfect. But like it's that has helped me out so much in the past two years, the amount of growth I've seen like from adopting more of a mindset like that, you get so much more done and you're so much more content with the life you're building when you actually just approach everything like that. Yeah. And that's amazing because that's why my, my notes here kind of talks about the inner judge and this whole thing. We got so used to being judged that we developed an internal judge to judge ourselves. The inner judge left unchecked and unchallenged finds fault in everything we do and punishes us for making a mistake over and over. The inner judge causes us to live cautious lives and waste energy monitoring our every move. So we've got this inner critic that judges absolutely every single thing that we do. So the key thing is like to avoid that self-judgment. When if when you know you've done your best, you can't judge yourself because you know you've done your best. This is the thing, like we 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 act against ourselves so 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 much. So the way out of this nightmare is to commit to the four agreements. When you commit to the four agreements, you free yourself from constant judgment and learn to live with more joy. Um, which is just 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 incredible. Um, so we go into we go into the into the the first agreement then. Um, was there anything else about the that whole thing about the dream the dream of the planet um, that we want to want to say here? Oh, I act like I feel like this is very applicable for me at like this time in my life. I'm like I'm just after finishing college. I'm like, um, I like I'm really I really took on like nearly the plans that the world had for me like what I thought I was supposed to do after college that kind of way so I've been wrestling with that idea all year I'm just like looking at what everyone else is doing I'm like oh my god like what stage am I supposed to do this and when is this supposed to happen and how am I supposed to show up in my relationships and stuff like that how am I supposed to make my life look to everyone else and it's insanity it literally drives you insane um so like I don't know. I found, found that like listening, re-listening to it now. I'm like, wow, I let that dictate my life so, so much. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, dictate how I thought about myself and what I should be doing 
rather than what I know, like actually listen to what makes me happy. I think a lot of people have like let their lives be ruled by that as well. Like when I like look around at people, I'm like, oh, oh, I wonder like, I wonder what they actually feel about how their life is going on the inside because I know I have a lot of self-doubt about like a lot of things I do and I'm like I wonder how much of that everyone else carries even though like they might be successful like um, successful like as yeah. the world would see it you know yeah in terms of kind of and usually what's usually just is, is money and status do they have, do they have a high level of status <laughs> and do they have do they make a lot of money but I think you're right and even especially now kind of after the whole COVID situation we're kind of living through what people are calling the great resignation where a lot of people are leaving their careers, they're leaving these careers because they had this path, the path that were given, the dream people were sold. And this is the introduction of the book. It kind of talks about the dream of the planet and how we're just given, we're given the, we're told what's good and bad. We're told what we should be doing. We don't actually do do, do these things for ourselves. We do them because this is the, this is the pro, this is how we were programmed. You know, go to school, go to college, get a job, you know, go on vacation once a year, buy a nice car, buy a nice house, have a family, get married and die. You know, this is kind of what people are, people are taught to do. And this is why I love entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is, you know, it's like, it's like go, go out into the world, be the, be your best self and, and solve problems and help people. You know, that's kind of what, what I love. I believe everyone was an entrepreneur, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the problems we have in the world would be solved. And it's great to see a lot of people, you know, leaving these careers that don't, don't, um, don't satisfy them or don't feel that need for for purpose and to feel like you're helping people i feel like you really need to you really need to help people to be happy like if you if you focus on yourself and you're yeah. trying to be happy you're never going to be happy but if you make somebody else happy it is the easiest way i believe and many other people believe to make yourself happy so i think that is um so so important this whole that, that whole concept of you know like what's that well, like yeah where where did where did that where did the, these beliefs come from where like why do you believe that's the way your life has to go why do you believe that is the journey like just asking these questions like that's why like journaling and things can be so powerful um because yeah there's so much stuff that we just do on automatic like we're not really even thinking about it we're just we've started in a certain path and and you know we look back to tradition like how did i get here how did i you know how did I, how, how is this my career now like i've actually i've never liked this job or you know my, my relationships or whatever it might be it's 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 so interesting to think like how we have been programmed by the world and obviously there's a lot of talk about you know like propaganda and the media and all this different stuff and it's so it's so it's so interesting even as you move on to the first one now uh, to be impeccable with your word like just how powerful words words are and have been not just in the last couple of years but i think especially in the last couple of years but throughout the course of our entire life like this is one of the ones the being package word is another one that i love i really do love all of these agreements they're, they're, they're all so powerful but this whole thing about being impeccable your word like your word is magic your word is literally magic and this is anyone else out there that kind of believes in um, you know like the secret or manifestation and all this kind of stuff like your words are vibrations and this is how you create things in the world and you have to be but it's like it's it can be it can be you know good magic or black magic depending on how you choose to use your word and this is why it's saying be impeccable with your word don't speak without thinking about what you're going to say because your words can be extremely powerful um you know so and, and it gives the example in the in the in the book about the mother and the child and this is one of the ones that i, I just had to read that page two or three times i was thinking wow what a powerful story and it was essentially the the mother came home from work she was you know super stressed out had a really tough week um, her little girl was singing and dancing and having loads of fun 
Um, but she wouldn't stop. She kept singing, kept singing, Mammy, Mammy, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me singing, blah, blah, blah. The child was singing away. And all of a sudden, out of frustration, the mother shouts, would you just shut up singing and leave me alone? I don't want to hear you singing anymore, just because the mother was stressed out. And then the mother didn't realize, but she had cast a spell on her own daughter, the person she loves more than anybody else in the world. And from that day forward, that child never sung again. And I just thought that was just, yeah. just really hit me. It was like, wow, imagine all of the time we've done that to the people that we love and to the people that we care about, but also to ourselves. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then that gets like carried on to like the next generation until someone actually like learns about something like this and decides, oh my God, I have to make sure that does not happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't keep passing the songs. It's like, that like that's the thing we are all programming and policing each other it's not even that it like comes from a certain like place in the sky or something it's like we're all doing it to each other it's like uh, we learned about it in college it's like um capillary power so generally the, you have loads of capillaries in your body like and they're like a big network it's like whatever power there is like at the top it might not it's like definitely not as powerful as like everyone in here like pointing fingers at each other and like telling each other what to and making judgments on each other and stuff like that because like it's very hard not to internalize all that you know if you're not aware if you're not aware that you don't have to internalize you can actually like just act out of like your own truth and like bring yourself forward yeah i think awareness really is the first step with all of this um because a lot of the time we don't we don't even we don't even question our thoughts a lot of most of the time our, a lot of our thoughts are automatic and they just kind of come up because mm-hmm. again because we because we've been programmed we, like and this is what, what you i like what you said because that's kind of about like you know trying to break these generational curses like my parents spoke to me that way i speak to my children that way they speak to their children that way or to your friends or to your your lover or whatever whatever the case may be and it's just so important that through finding these tools and through personal development that we you know that, that we that we look at ourselves and ask like is this the best way for me to um, to to interact with myself and interact with the world and and, and the people around me and the people I care about? Um, yeah, like you don't have to be scared that you're going to be the one to pass it on. That's what I I was always kind of scared of. Is that like, oh God, will I pass on like stuff that I've like picked up when I was younger and like will I be like that to my kids or whatever? Yeah. Like just like things like so. There's no need to be scared of it because you don't you can choose i know it's hard but you can choose yeah. to like different way like you don't have to be scared of yourself yeah and that's what someone i just want to kind of get in nice and early in the podcast is what we were saying before we before we went live um this whole thing again like when we're speaking about this like you know it's not because again i want to just put it out there that i do not have mastery over these principles i try and follow these principles <laughs> and, and all of this stuff as much as i possibly can i'm just trying to share things that i found were super impactful in my life i'm by no means uh, by no means an expert um but as I was saying, like I set goals and do do this stuff all the time, and I would give myself a forty percent success rate. But like my life has dramatically improved over the last five years since I started applying these uh, a lot of these principles haphazardly mm-hmm. and intermittently and seasonally. Sometimes, like for a couple of months, I'll be I'll be on the ball, I'll be getting into it, I'll get stuck in a bit of a rut, get a bit stressed out, whatever it might be, and fall away. But I always have these tools and principles to realign myself. Um, to realign myself with myself and to, to realign myself with my best self and kind of get back on the path and back moving uh, in the direction that I believe when I know my true my true self and my 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 true inner voice 
where I feel like I need to be going. And for me, that is that's just you know helping people, helping as many people as I possibly can. Um, you know, so so with, with with that said, I'm going to read out a couple of the um, of the notes that I have on being impeccable with your word and kind of what what does this mean and where does it come from. So the word impeccable comes from the Latin word im and peccatus, which means without sin. The biggest sin you can commit, author Don uh, Miguel Ruiz says, is self-rejection or to speak against yourself. When you repeatedly judge yourself for making a mistake and think, I'm a screw up, I'm an idiot, you're engaging in the mortal sin of self-rejection. So that's that's kind of, this it really is all about that, how you speak to yourself, this kind of negative self-talk, positive self-talk. Um, when you agree to be impeccable with your word, you agree to stop repeating words that make you feel worse. Berating yourself distracts from taking corrective action. It's like retaking an exam and having someone behind you saying, you know you screwed up last time, right? Why did you screw up? Merely the intention to stop using words to harm yourself and others. Then at the end of each day, reflect upon the quality of the words you said to yourself and to others. Um, imagine every word you said to yourself and others was broadcast to every phone in the world for every person to hear, ask yourself, did my words uplift people or did they depress people? You know, so am I, am I lifting people up with my words? Are my words having a positive effect on the world or am I having a negative effect on my words? Because again, don't be dismissive of this stuff. Like your words are extremely powerful. We constantly give ourselves, you know, like a, like a reputation to live down to. And we kind of see it a lot uh, as coaches and with clients, people who constantly yeah. put themselves down um you know always take a negative frame on things always cast themselves in the worst possible light never give themselves selves a break don't have empathy for themselves and their situation um you know and just i think we only like we only recognize it so um well i myself i only recognize it so clearly because i remember like i remember being there myself for so long and i'm just like oh my god i feel that I can feel that very deeply like and it, it could only be just like a small statement they say about themselves but I'm just like oh we're gonna pull you out of that yeah, <laughs> as quick yeah. well yeah um, and, and, when you get out of it you're just like right, I just want yeah I just want them to be out of it as well because you just know yeah. about it because it is it's, it's 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 a vicious it's a vicious cycle it's a vicious circle it's a vicious circle into but again mm. the other side of the coin is when you get into the habit and I think practically a gratitude journal is the is the the best tool for this where you start to speak like to big yourself up to become your own biggest fan to always to never speak against yourself to always speak in alignment with your best self or your 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 true self or wh whatever whatever that is for you you know um i remember like when i was boxing when i was a teenager i just remember like i literally had such negative internal dialogue like i used to literally get sick before boxing matches when i was a like a child like literally 11 12 13 years of age because i would literally be so concerned about like you know i'd be judging myself that i train hard enough i'd be worried about like what, what what he looks like he looks really good and you know and then when i got a little bit older and i learned about this stuff i had then like you know little little uh, little things you know i'm far I'm, I'm smart i'm fast i'm strong i cannot be defeated i am a champion i'm strong and again just these little things that would empower myself and it was like, I was like night and day, like my experience was completely different, but it all stemmed from the internal dialogue that I had. It wasn't, it was not serving me. That's kind of uh, like a good question. I said, like, are these, are the actions, behaviors, 
thoughts that you're having, are they serving you? Are they moving you in the direction that you want to go? You probably want to, first off, become aware of what your thoughts and actions actually are, because a lot of the time we're, we're really unconscious to the things that we're doing. Again, journaling, gratitude journals, all the stuff can just help shine, shine a light on that. Um, but, you know, I just find, I just find like this, this mental dialogue or this kind of mental battle we have with ourselves is the most important thing. And then secondarily, how we speak to others, the people we love, the people we care about, because, you know, imagine like you don't want to be the person that casts, uh, uh, the, the, the curses, say somebody that you love by, uh, yeah. by, you know, by, by, by using black magic. Cause again, this is, this is what they say in the book. It's kind of, the book is kind of quite, quite spiritual in, in, in a sense. And, you know, it's really like the, your word has power. And like, there's things like, you know, there's power in prayer. Your, you know, your word, word is, is extremely powerful. So, be impeccable with it. Do not use it willy-nilly. You know, speak with purpose and speak with intent. And you know, um, what is what is it that Jordan Peterson says? Um, um, oh, uh, I, I can't think. But he, you know, get your get your get your get your thoughts together. You know, un, like don't don't speak willy-nilly. Base is the easiest way for me to say it. Um, so yeah, anyone, anyone, I think is, I am. Um, I was just thinking that, like, as well, not to underestimate how like how hard that is to put into practice like even when I'm listening to you talk about it it's like um I'm like feeling very convinced by it but still when I was listening to the book I was like okay that's nice but I don't think I could do it you know like like you don't I think it's important to realize the weight of it like how important it is and like how like legitimate it is at the same time like how much resist like I don't know if you fear res- resistance to it as well but I definitely feel a lot of resistance to it because I'm just like oh well, what's the point of having all my thoughts positive during the day no one's gonna notice you know like it's like, like that sounds exhausting like trying to police all my thoughts but it's like try as much as you can to like catch yourself and like spin it and be like wow that's not how I want to talk to myself or other people like just to know that like start somewhere <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That was my point earlier on. It's like you don't have to get it right. Like honestly, if you just have just again like a gratitude, like a, a a ritual of gratitude in the morning, take your time to maybe think about to focus your mind on like what do I have to be grateful for today, and let that be the starting place, and then that will hopefully then snowball and you get a compounding effect from that, and then before you know it. But it's not necessarily about I think you know judging yourself or kind of having to have positive thoughts. I think it's just trying not to have negative thoughts. You know, I think it's like just trying not to mm-hmm. that thing, just try not to have self-judgment, try not to speak against yourself, try not to speak against yourself. You need to be your number one biggest fan. You need to have empathy for yourself. You need to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, um, you know, maybe you made a mistake, but it's like, you know, we all make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? There's this whole thing, try not mm-hmm. to beat yourself about the same thing over and over again. It's like, listen, if you've done something wrong, you need to learn the lesson. Like you need to, you know, there, there needs to be a, a level of accountability there but there's no point in doing it. So you'd have made a mistake five years ago. You know, you've probably beat yourself up about that hundreds and hundreds of times. It's like, that is not serving yeah. you. That is, that is you know, self-flagellation. Like that, you're just beating yourself up again and again and again. So, you know, like, yeah, I would say like, because the, the, the default, the default setting in the mind for me just seems to be negative. Like if I'm not, if I'm not taking personal power, if I'm not trying to have positive thoughts, like it's just negativity. It's just negative. Negative seems to be my default. It's like, It'll, it'll, uh, I will automatically cast myself in the, in, in the worst possible light until I take the time and I'm a little proactive and say, actually, no, 
this is the frame I'm choosing to take in the story. This is how I'm going to, um, this is how I'm going to communicate that event to myself and try and hopefully again, try and shine myself in the best possible light. And if I did make any mistakes, acknowledge the mistakes and then hopefully try and apply them lessons, you know, going forward. Um, because again, if going back to again, point number four, all you can do is your best. Like you're saying, what are we, what are we, like, what are we going to yeah. do? Like literally, like literally beat ourselves up for the rest of our lives. Probably not the best way to go about things. Mm. Yeah. And then, so yeah, so we'll move on to, to agreement number two. And agreement number two is again, even probably a little bit harder. And this is don't take anything personally. Okay. So I'll read, I'll read my notes here first and then we'll dive into uh, uh, our thoughts. So first thing first, when somebody, when someone insults you, Imagine that person is a, is full of poison and the words are poison projected at you. If you take their insults personally, you will ingest their poison. If you eat their poison, you will feel like a victim and find it hard to think clearly. Stop feeling like a victim by remembering that nothing anyone does is personal. Even if someone takes out a gun and shoots you, it's not personal. They shot you because of who they are, not because of who you are. Choose to see someone's actions as a reflection of their pain and suffering. Instead of thinking, why me, think poor them. You can be compassionate and still seek justice. If a person shoots you, ensure they go to prison, but do so for the greater good. This person is dangerous to themselves and to others and not to seek revenge. You can seek justice without being outraged and hating the person who wronged you. By not taking anything personally, you will never feel like a victim. And if you never feel like a victim, you never put yourself in a vulnerable state where the inner judge can thrive and keep you down. I think that's, that is very powerful that you will never feel like a victim because I know there's a lot of talk online about, again, this victim mentality, everything is everybody else's fault. But again, if we're not taking things personally, you know, we, I feel like we take away the other person's power to hurt us because I don't take it personally. Cause again, I feel sorry for you, you know, because you've got so much poison and you've got so much spite and so much hate inside of you, you know, that's again when I'm, you know, in a good state of mind. That's how I like to try and think about things. But this stuff can be, can be quite difficult, obviously, to to to, to follow every single day. But as your default, um, it seems to me to be the best, the best choice. So, what do you think about that action? Yeah. So, don't take not taking things personally. I think this is actually my favorite one because when I heard it, I don't know, back a few months ago when I started reading this, I was like, I remember myself being like that like lo loads of years ago and feel like being in such a bad place that I would hate people and be really cynical about people that were like it looked like they were doing really well or like things were going their way and stuff like that so I found myself this year I was getting that kind of criticism from people I was like oh my god this like really hurts you know because like people I don't know um like when you get into conflicts with people it's really really difficult not to take things personally especially when like they start to insult your character and stuff like that and like I find it so hard not to internalize stuff like that like I literally take everything personally like yeah. everything they say to me I'll be like oh that must be true so once I heard this I was like my goodness like how, like it's amazing how much stronger you get if you take that on board like not just I, I still struggle with so much yeah. <laughs> like just to be like no you're not allowed to, like that's more about you like you're not allowed to dictate uh what I think about myself 
um you're not allowed to put words in my mouth like you're not allowed to do anything like that like I'm not going to give you that power over me like um, and like crazy crazy important at the time the first time I read it and now yeah, and I, I think I think that's the key with the, with this thing for me, anyways. Not taking things personally again, is because when we take things personally, we give other people power over ourselves. We let because again, like I, I I've got a thing that's like if I if I if I if I if I don't respect somebody or if I wouldn't trade places with them, I don't give their opinions much weight. Like if I like if I think somebody's doing really well and I'm like oh well, maybe I'll, I might change places with that person. Or if I just respect them in general, or you know, uh, you know, love and appreciate them, um, you know, I just, I just don't give, give their, give their, their, particularly their negative criticism too much weight. But I also don't take. It also works both ways. Like, don't take people's praise uh, to heart either. You know, because again, it's like. Yeah, that that one's a weird one. When I first heard it, like, I feel like, what's your take on that one? Because it's like, I feel like it's, it's just to keep it congruent. So like, don't. Uh... Don't rely too much on other people's praise like don't wait around for it and don't like maybe be like oh i need i need yeah. praise and validation and stuff like that and also because then maybe it's easier then to fall into the trap of like taking on negative um criticism as well but maybe yeah. that's it yeah I, th- I think it's well yeah it's just more about because again it just feeds the ego and it's like you can't give anybody's thoughts and opinions too much weight because again we're all human we're all flawed so therefore like if i'm not going to take the negative criticism too seriously i'm also not going to take the positive criticism too seriously again it's nice it's nicer to get positive positive feedback than the negative feedback mm-hmm. but at the same time you know you're you're only human you're only one perspective out of you know millions of different perspectives so it's just important i think to well according, according to the book to not give any individual too much power over ourselves and to allow that um to uh, to impact the um, the definition we have about ourselves and how we're doing um and you know how we're doing in the world or what our character is or whatever so it's just important that the the most important opinion is the opinion you have of yourself and again go to the last one if we're always doing our best you know we just we're, we're not going we're not necessarily going to judge ourselves because again we've done we've done the best that we could um and that's kind of what what, what for me like you know not taking things personally um really helps with is like you know it's just it just you're just much more in control of your life and and how you how you perceive your progress in the world because again i'm not like if you like say for example a client a client cancels their membership i try not to take that personally i'm looking for ways that we can offer a better service and hopefully if we have a similar situation in the future we will do a little bit better but i'm not taking it personally i'm going to assume that they are not i'll try not to make it something actually as well god damn it that's another one of the one of them but i uh, uh, you know you probably have stuff going on that i have absolutely no clue about i have no idea what's going on in your head i've got no idea what's going on in your house i've got no idea what your finances like mm. i've got no idea what x y and z is so like i'm not taking it personally i assume that you're making the best decision for yourself and i'll just move forward with that if there's any um you know if there is any 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 uh, actions that need taken that we can we can we can be better and do better we will do that but again try not try not to take things personally um this is so important especially i think in 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 our business because again we do our best to to you know develop you know relationships with people and kind of you know we we become versus kind of uh, you know bigger bigger gyms or higher clientele if we develop much stronger relationships with a lot of our clients if somebody leaves it's like 
it's hard to separate that when you have a good relationship with somebody and it's like, oh my God, like why am I not, what, am I not good enough? Did you not like the program? Is yeah. it something I said? Is it something I did? You know what I mean? But it's like, it's, but it's you, but again, even it, it's, it's all happening in your head. It's probably nothing that you've done. It's something it's, you know, maybe their, their partner's moving job and they have to, you know, there's could be a hundred different things. Um, so just, yeah. I think it's just so important to not take things personally. Um, something that I found, it really called me out because I do a lot of, like a lot of things in my life. I'm motivated to like make people like me and to please people, do you know? So I, yeah. like, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh no that one got me so yeah. I was like wow what would I do if I wasn't trying to if I didn't care about I don't know upsetting people as much or causing conflict or something like that like what if I that it didn't even come into my head and I actually just did what I want for myself and I had my own best interests at heart and I didn't actually take anyone's opinions personally of what I should be doing exactly that's like, it. yeah that's amazing that's it. And it's, it's, if we all had that mind, the mindset in, in the sense that like the most in, the most important person that we're, we're we're concerned about pleasing is ourselves. We're like that's what I'm saying. We gotta put ourselves mm-hmm. first because again, this is where people suffer. People suffer inside their inside their minds. So if we're not content inside, it doesn't matter what's happening outside. We'll never we'll never be happy. We'll never be satisfied. We'll never feel fulfilled because again, we are at the at the mercy of other people and their opinions. And again, like most people like really are just seem to be to me just living life in automatic mode not a lot of people are, are trying to do the work and again you know i know i know maybe people people might i think judge people to an extent maybe this is just me projecting but you know people who are trying to live a better life or who, who do they think you are kind of you know doing this and doing that yeah. or whatever but you know like it's it is what it is like all you can do is all you can do is your best and it's i feel like it's just better to try and take control of your life than living life in this automatic unconscious state when you don't have your own dreams and your own visions you are like you will just adopt the dream of the planet and you'll be given a script to follow and that i feel like that is no way to live mm. yeah Absolutely. so guys we'll move on to agreement number three so this one is don't make assumptions. Same here. I'll read my wee notes and then we'll have a discussion. So if you were to routine, routinely make assumptions, you will experience countless interpersonal conflicts. When I had a roommate after college, I assumed it was okay to leave dishes in the sink. I assumed wrong. If I had clarified the house rules, I could have avoided several fights with my roommate. When you assume you are wrong, the inner judge has reason to scold you. Keep the inner judge silent by never making assumptions when you have an ounce of doubt. Clarify. So don't be making assumptions about people. So that's like someone, if anyone has ever ever lived with anybody, like like we have, we've lived in some um, some some questionable um, shared um, shared houses over the years. And like just because people make assumptions about someone, they're just not cleaning up after themselves because they're a dickhead you know you know because they don't like they just want to piss me off today they're just trying i already told them to do that we don't again we don't give people the benefit of that and say like maybe they were really busy at work maybe they just didn't have the time maybe they you know maybe they didn't think we take things again it's almost like a combination of kind of taking things personally but making assumptions about why they um why they took them actions and behaviors so it's, i think like this one is really kind of correlates nicely with the with the don't take things personally one also don't make assumptions about other people on why they've acted in a certain way and always get clarification like don't make assumptions about why somebody is doing something 
Mm. Yeah, I what really stands out to me is that like it it feels feels good to like be bitchy and like to like <laughs> like yeah. I don't know the worst of someone because I guess if you judge yourself so much, which oh, I catch myself doing a lot, I find myself judging others a lot. And it's the only thing something that I've realized like quite recently. Um, but it's like then it, it feels better than judging yourself to judge someone else and like to make all these assumptions about them. And if you have a great imagination like me, you'll actually start to create a whole backstory about people and like um just from different situations, like you'll be like, oh wonder if this happened or like you'll start just like creating all these stories in your head because i don't know it's fun it's yeah. like go on these like big tangents in your own mind and it's like well you could like sort out a lot of situations and like silent conflicts if maybe you just like asked a question or like did a bit of investigating and stuff like that yeah and, and that's where that's where we're really struggling struggling now i think because again we're living in a more and more divided society and everybody makes 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 assumptions about somebody else for example you know i find out you voted you voted for trump all of a sudden i've got all these assumptions that i apply to you i find out that you live your life a certain way i apply all of these assumptions to you without actually taking the time to ask you you know like <laughs> ask you questions have a conversation communicate like we we we, we, we apply stereotypes to people so mm. willy-nilly um you know based on based on on uh, uh on like maybe on one belief to have of thousands and thousands of beliefs we, we we assume we know so much about people and why they live a certain life or why they've made certain decisions but in actually taking the time and to have a conversation is it actually okay maybe maybe they actually have a point maybe there's you know there's there's, there's a reason that they made that, that decision or there's a reason they decided to live their life that way or there's a reason to have that certain type of view maybe they had uh, a, a certain life experience um, and if you knew that, you would have more empathy for them instead of having um, maybe what seems today like more more hate towards people that we disagree with, becoming less and less tolerant because we're making the assumptions that, you know, usually it's all this kind of right-wing stuff. It's like, you know, that you're racist, misogynist, sexist, if you have, you know, if you believe in freedom, which is, you know, is, mm. is, 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 is crazy. And we're seeing that kind of play out right now, like, you know, the, the, the trucker convoy over in Canada, especially people on both sides of the political aisle i think there's no there's no room left for for middle ground in in, in politics it seems and you know people kind of have to pick a team and kind of go with it which is i think is is is, is an awful awful way to go about things um but yeah the so in terms of kind of not making assumptions about other people have you found any um any particular scenarios in your life where you did make an assumption about somebody and then you maybe got shocked when you found out the truth behind their story or their situation. Hmm. And I, um, maybe just like check in myself, like say if I, if I see someone, maybe if there's someone in my life that's kind of like acting out or like they're just like behaving in a way that's like, I'm just like, oh, that's not right. Like they can't do that and everything like that um and that's not like optimal or whatever like it's like I I don't know I kind of well I need other people to remind me to do this because I'd be like going like ah, they did this and yeah, then yeah. like the other person would be like oh well maybe like you should take this into account like they like you know that this has happened to them and that they have this kind of history and past and everything and it's like 
like just have a bit more compassion for them because everyone is only doing doing their best with yeah. what they have and yeah. um, so I've, I've definitely had a lot of moments like that i think yeah for me it's like let's say it's, it's like the the typical story about like you know like say like maybe like a uh, drug addicts and alcoholics and uh, people like that and it's like um, but once once you once you learn their story and get to understand their upbringing and the things that they've been through it's much easier to empathize empathize uh, with them and their situation and you understand more why they are the way they are when you actually know their story you stop making assumptions and say because they're because they're lazy or because they don't care about themselves or because they don't care about their family or whatever it is when you take away all them assumptions you have to ask the questions you have to get to the truth of why they are the way they are and um i just think it's so it's so important to actually have a conversation with somebody if you're going to judge someone to that ex, to that extent you must ask the questions like why why did you do that like you know somebody wrongs you why why did you do that to me you know first off we're taking it personally because again it was it's more to do with them than than it is with us but actually ask the question because maybe again most people are selfish and they're acting in their own self-interest and they're not really concerned about you um and again it's like and fair enough like that if if we adopted a, a like a frame of mind like that's just the way the world is we'll be we'd leave ourselves less vulnerable to the will and the actions of others when it comes to you know us living the life that we want to live this is my, my whole thing with mindset is like i want to adopt as many beliefs as possible that empower me as much as possible and give other people less power to influence my life in a way that i don't want it to go and that's what all this stuff yeah. is by taking things personally and making assumptions and you know i feel like you just give away your personal power to other people and it's just not conducive um to to, to a happy life and just doing the things that you want to do yeah because you've probably seen like the amount of um the amount of energy and like belief it takes to like build a business like you don't want much like you, you you can't even take people's opinions into account when like say if someone was like oh that seems like it'd be very difficult like a very difficult undertaking like are you sure you're not going to be overworked and everything if you do that like maybe it's not worth it like maybe like it doesn't seem like that safe like you like you've seen that yourself because you've literally had to build a business yeah. <laughs> and um yeah and, yeah and it is it is it's like it's it's a it's a an, an uncommon path um and and it is hard and again because a lot of people will tell you everybody's everybody's parents always want them to choose this choose the safe path this was is it all comes this is this is the thing actually it's like the road to hell was paved with good intentions all of these people who usually this i'm saying the whole thing with the mother it was the mother of the child who who cursed her and made and made it so that she never sung again usually it's the people that love and care for us and that's why we give their opinion so much weight it's usually comes from a place of love and this i'm saying even with the the, the whole the whole covid situation and the lockdowns people people's intentions were good but when you when you when you look at the numbers like the amount of damage we've done and the amount of like the, when it comes to you know mental health and the the, the economy people's finances and employment status um you know the waiting list for the hospitals the mistreatments you know like we've done so much damage but our intentions were good and this is that old saying the road mm-hmm. to hell is paved with good intentions we mean well and most of the time the people around us who want to give us advice mean well but usually, you know, um, only, only, only we know what's best for ourselves. I think, um, you know, that's why like our, our, intuition, like, our intuition is, is quite strong usually. Yeah. I, I get like, um, I get weird vibes if people are being 
like really nice or overly positive or anything like that instead of actually tackling the situation that needs to be tackled you know because I've just seen like way more positive progress and it's been something that I have to get used to it's like way more positive progress from like conflict and actually working things out and like just getting in like deep into issues instead of I don't know just going along with things and being like oh it's gonna be okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine it's fine just think positive you know what I mean and even for me the one the one, the one, that, gets, the one that gets me in when this is this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a tangent is especially when it comes to the, to the whole mental health crisis and I do think a lot of it comes down to personality mm. types and it's just I'm just a different personality type I just really do want to like you know I want practical things that I can do to help me in my situation um and again maybe yeah, I, I could maybe be more empathetic and better listener or, or, or and different things but this whole conversation like you know like if you're struggling with your mental health you know just you know reach out and speak to someone you know and reach out and talk to somebody i'm like mm. i just wish cool, like people gave people much more practical advice and things that they could do to actually improve their mental health because if you speak to your best friend and again your best friend might have the best intentions in all the world but they probably do not have the right words to help you get out of this situation that you're in. That's why I like, you know, like yeah. I'm just, just more, much more practically minded. I actually would genuinely love and appreciate if you told me what I could do to feel better. And, you know, maybe that's going out for a walk. Maybe it's, you know, there's many things that we could do. Gratitude journals, exercise, nutrition. And if we looked at these things and realized these are actually at the core of the, from, for a lot of people, not everybody, but most people, I would say, if I had to, I had to hazard a guess, it's like it's down to the lifestyle that we're living. It's the lack of sleep. It's the lack of exercise. The lack of nutrition. This is why most people are suffering. But we need to have a look at our actions and behaviors and say, like, right, am I doing the, am I doing things that cultivate, again, a positive mindset? Because again, I just feel like, and this is why I don't, I don't identify with, with, with you know, with, with anxiety or depression and different things because I, I kind of just believe that these are the default state. Like life is suffering. Viktor Frankl's book man set man search for me meaning you know life is suffering live a life that justifies the suffering so i don't expect things to be good all the time that's not my expectation is not happiness my expectation is suffering therefore i'm proactively trying to cultivate more happiness more positivity you know more wealth more freedom um, for myself and the, and the people around me so you know i just wish we were much more practical in our advice for mental health because people want these kind of mental health services and it's like like, what are you going to do? Go and talk to somebody for how? And again, fair enough. Yeah, talk to a therapist. Like, talking can, can be quite powerful um, if you're having the right conversation and you're asking the right questions. But so can a gym mm-hmm. membership. So can exercise. So can good nutrition. And I just wish people empowered themselves with these simple things that would, I feel, genuinely happen. It's only because I've seen at this stage over the last five to seven years, I've genuinely seen a couple of hundred people, you know, move out of a place of depression just through losing a bit of weight eating a bit healthier feeling more confident in themselves and exercising regularly it's so powerful it's so powerful and underutilized that it just is frustrating for me that people are not people discount that when people say oh yeah if x and x just set some goals and went to the gym to feel great and solve all the problems like it's not going to solve all your problems but it's going to get it's going to get the ball rolling it's going to move you in in, in a better direction we've got you know decades of research that shows how exercise and good quality nutrition can affect our mood and our confidence and, and, and many many different uh, factor uh, you know areas of our life so i just wish that the the advice was more practical but that's that's a, a little bit of a, a, a tangent um, and you have any thoughts I remember, on that? 
I remember times in the past, like I, I've like attended a lot of counseling, like a lot of counseling over the years. Um, and it, I was always stuck on like what, like you go there for an hour, like thank God I was able to go. It's like I really needed it. But then during the week, I was like, oh my God, I'm left with myself now. What the hell am I supposed to do? So it's like, I, I feel like you need both. So you need like, like if you need therapy, like go to therapy. And then if you afford it, like you have access to it. Um, and then you need something that like makes you feel good every single day because like I like it's serious it's like we, we know ourselves like how much it takes to well I know how much it takes to take yourself out of a terrible place and like move to a better one and it's like it really takes so much it takes all that like looking after your body but it also takes like having such meaningful relationships and a lot of people don't have access to that do you know yeah yeah, and and, and that's and that, that's really at the core. Sorry, and that's just at the core of what I what I meant when I say like you know speaking to your friend who has good intentions. Again, they're not a th- they're not a therapist. You get what I'm saying? It's like where a therapist will know the right questions to ask, um, and how to how to structure the session in a way that makes you feel comfortable so you can open up and different things. Whereas like like you know go like go speak to a friend. I just feel like it's such it's such bad it's such bad advice. Um, yeah young people are doing it as well I've had I remember I don't know how long ago it was that someone was came to me saying that they're just like a situation like that was going on but the person people involved were so young that they didn't really know what to do about it and they couldn't tell like the parents or anything and it's like you can't have that going on like it's, it's way 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 more like um complicated than that you know it's serious like mental mental health issues are really serious and like we need like serious ways to deal with them yes that exactly that and that that that's a great that's my point is like yeah we need more serious more practical ways to deal with it because it is such a serious problem and that like again just talking to you know mickey mickey joe down the road like it's probably not going to help you the way you need to actually be helped like you like some more practical definitely relief a lot of it but then it's like what do you do after that yeah, and and then from from somebody who has a has been a counselor, do you find is it what was it about counselling? Was it just being able to get it off your chest? Was that the thing you found most helpful, or was it something else? Yeah, it was just being able to like you hold you literally hold everything in your body, like trauma and everything like that. So like you like different things that maybe like upset you during the week or that you need help with, or like to just that you generally being depressed and stuff like that. It's like you need um you just need to get them all out like talking really really does help um and as you like dig stuff out like you might like you see if you go through any kind of trauma like your body won't let you feel it all at once so it's like you need to like dig it out bit by bit it'll only let itself out um in little slivers at a time and also just kind of yeah just having someone to like air it all out because it's better out there than in here do you know yeah and do you find would you would you have got uh for example if somebody doesn't have access to you know to a counselor or to a therapist how would you compare that getting it off your chest to to journaling like would you get a similar effect is it as good not so good how would you find that i I guess journaling is harder to sit down and do on your own because like realistically like we don't we don't go like you know like these perfect people on like tiktok that are like 
I do my journaling practice. I probably seem like that kind of person online. I'm not like that, that person, but uh, it's it's really hard to sit down and do it on your own. And also you don't have like that feedback of someone asking you deeper and deeper questions as well. So like you might mention something and they'll pick up on something and be like, oh, well, and then they'll invite you to talk about it more. Whereas you probably wouldn't have thought that you're able to talk about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And that's why I would always recommend like, um, you know, like the prompted journaling, journaling kind of where you're answering questions yeah. rather than just, you know, staring at a blank piece of paper. And again, that's what I'm talking about, like just talking to like a random friend who maybe doesn't have well-developed communication skills. Um, you know, I feel like just sometimes leave people worse off um, than better off uh, because they don't pick up on things because, you know, we're not, we're not having the, 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 the conversation that's going to help you sort the things out in your head that you're struggling with um yeah so. and sometimes people react to it badly do you know that's another thing as well if you're like if you talk to a friend and they receive it badly then you're like oh jesus what did i just do yeah like and then friends go and cold on you yeah it's like sometimes reality for people as well and it's like it's horrible to think that that's the way it is but that happens as well yeah yeah no no that's cool and then so we'll move on to the last one and we want to kind of kind of try and keep this keep this within the hour so the last one is agreement number four and this is always do your best okay always do your best so if you have done your best and the judge tries to judge you according to your uh, book of law you've got the answer i did my best so again if you have done your best and the judge tries to judge you according to your book of law you've got the answer I did my best. And the book of law is essentially, you know, the, the, the standards to which you judge yourself against. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you just know you've done your best, like, it's really so hard to judge yourself. If you know you gave your genuine best effort, like, it's, it is really hard to judge yourself. I think this is such good advice for people, especially, say, a fighting fit. It's like, listen, show up, do your best. Listen, if you genuinely couldn't make it to the session because you weren't feeling up to it, fair enough. You will only feel guilty if you know you could have went and you decided not to, you know, you, you took the easy way out per se, you know, but if, but if you're like, you know, and if you're, if you're, if you're not well, you're feeling too sore. It's like, you know, best, but again, do your best, no less than your best and no better than your best, just your best. It also gets rid of like that, uh, that niggly feeling, you know, like when you know you should be doing something and it, it's really unsettling. Like you just feel it there constantly in the background all the time. You're like, I know I should be doing better, but um, you're kind of caught with that perfectionist mentality. You're like, oh, if it's not like 100%, I don't think I can do this 100% right now, so I'm not going to do it. It's like you're better off doing it like 30 or 40%, you know, or even 10% rather than nothing. Yeah, doing some. I, I know another kind of very useful uh, phrase I found over the years is action alleviates anxiety. Like by doing something always beats mm -hmm. not doing anything, like sitting and ruminating and judging and like is, is never that uh, useful to me whereas again if you if you just again yeah do 10 percent like you can't can't go for a walk do 20 jumping jacks in your sitting room like you know it's like it doesn't have to be but again at least you know something like if it was your best you know again you will not judge yourself i think it's i think it's extremely powerful um i got some more notes here um so think of times you walked away from a performance not knowing if you had won or lost but knowing deep down you did your best. Remember the peace you felt even after you failed to get the reward you expected, the job, the trophy, etc. You still felt no reason to judge yourself. Do your best by giving your full attention to an activity and not overexerting yourself. Many people believe that just to do their best 
the need to go all out. But if you push yourself too hard, you will kill the joy you have for an activity and exhaust yourself, which will increase the time needed to reach your goal. Do your best by doing your best to enjoy the process. Forget about what you stand to gain or lose and just focus on getting better. Yeah, and then for that kind of what comes to mind when I'm, when I'm reading that is like, is like boxing. It's like you get in there and you fought your harder and you've done your best. You really don't care if you win or lose. You're, you're related after the fight. It's only you go in there and you know maybe you didn't prepare as well as you could. You didn't, you know, get yourself kind of uh, get ready or, you know, you, you could have done better. You kind of maybe you should have engaged and you're a little bit fearful or whatever it is. Um, you know, but once you do your best, I remember even like for my kind of comeback fight back in the day after I lost the weight, um, I think it was the semifinals of the Leinsters. Um, the guy that won it, I think eventually, uh, uh, the guy that beat me eventually won it. And again, I remember just coming out of the ring and I was just buzzing because I was just so proud of myself. I showed up, I'd done my best. I made a good account of myself. You know, I went in, it was a close fight. It was a split decision, could have went either way. And I was like, no, fair enough. Like he was, you know, he, he'd won a title of the year before, or whatever. And I was like, you know, that, that was good. That was my best. That was my best effort on the day. And I'm going to come back again next year and try and, try and do a little bit better. Um, but yeah, that was my experience. Do you have any, any experiences like that? Um, I definitely know that it's like better than like, or I know, I know times in the past where I haven't prepared as well as I could have. I just spend the whole experience just like really down. Like say if I had like violin competitions or anything like that in the past, um, and just letting fear like get hold of me, like even coming up to it, like you just expect the worst from yourself. Um, it just makes the whole experience excruciating. <laughs> so, um, I probably like during the white collar, like when I like boxing again, during the white collar, I'd, I think with boxing, like you don't really have a choice but to do your best because you're literally yeah. just like fighting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I only have gotten one fight as well. And I, I don't know, just like, I was just like, if I don't, I don't try and fight here, like I'm toast. Yeah, I'm done, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really good way to feel really good. You know, if you just like, try your best <laughs> yeah that's just what i'm saying it's so similar that's why, that's what i absolutely love about this book it's like the simplicity that's what i'm saying i've read a lot a lot of books you know spent money on coaching and consumed hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of kind of personal development content and this is just the most simple and concise way to do it. like if you do these things if you Try and be impeccable with your word. You know, just try and speak better. Speak better to yourself and speak better to others. Speak with purpose, speak with intent, speak with truth, speak with love. You know, you'll be just so much happier. If you try not to take things personally, if you realize that, you know, the things people say and do are more a reflection of themselves than a reflection of you. And again, you have more empathy for them. If you're not making assumptions more, have more empathy for people's situations and why they're doing things. Don't, don't assume that they're doing it because it's something about you. Again, it's again, it's something to do with them. And again, if you just try your best, just genuinely give your best effort. And the more you do your best, your best just keeps getting better and better and better. And before you know it, like like the old you, like you're such a more accomplished version of yourself in a relatively short period of time because you just showed up consistently, you've done your best. But even as I mentioned there, you did never try to do more than your best. You're also kind of have that little bit of um, a little bit of empathy, empathy for yourself and have a little bit more self-care not pushing yourself too hard either knowing what your limits are is also important um, because again this and this is why kind of people burn out all the time because you know they're, they're, they're doing more than they're capable of doing and you can only keep that up for so long so you're, you can know you can do less than your best but you can also do more than your best and this just all comes from I think just developing more and more self-awareness 
um, and understanding who we are, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, and maybe like what what do we what do we really want from life and what actually makes us happy versus you know am I just doing these things because what my the way my parents said I had to be or society says I have to be or because a certain person had a, a, a big influence on my life and I'm still, you know, living life based off the script that they gave me. Um, you know, cause I find like even for like reading books and different things, like you're adopting like all these beliefs and things from different people, but you, it's your job to, to filter it out and say like, no, what, 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 what do I need from this book? And as you mentioned at the start, like when you read a book a second time, you, you get something different from it because you're in a different place in your life and you, you're, you're maybe you're more experienced and it's just, it's just, you're just in a different season and you know, your, 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 your struggles aren't the same as they were before maybe. And, um, you know, so I just found, I just found that was really interesting. And that's kind of motivated me to, to read this book again and see kind of what I get out of it the second time. Um, yeah, same actually. This is a great podcast as well because I feel like um, I'm just getting like, I don't know, I have way more belief in the book now as well, like just to talk about it and to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, like this is actually really, really important. Do you know, yeah. like it's, it's black and white. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I remember me, me and one of the clients, Emma, was actually chatting about this and she was kind of uh, giving feedback on something. Um, and it was just, I was saying, oh no, because we were joking about because we were talking about the book and the the the, the, the four agreements. I was like, oh no, I was like, oh no, don't worry, I won't I, I won't take it personally. You know, and I, but it just it made it that I can somebody can give better feedback, but I can also take 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 better feedback if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I find it so but yeah, again. Yeah, but it's but it's not all the time. Some saying it's like all this stuff, personal development is like you don't have to be perfect to see to see improvements. But I strongly recommend this is an absolutely fantastic place to start. If anybody feels like the need you know if, 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 if for anybody trapped in negative self-talk i feel like this book is super super empowering and i would strongly recommend it as you said it's a relatively short read i think it might have maybe taken me maybe what three hours to read it it's probably even quicker to to listen to it um if you don't have audible already um you know i, I will link a, a, a link a, a link in the back in the, in the in the description there because i'm 99 sure that we have um, a link that will give people a, a free trial or a free credit on Audible. Um, I'd strongly recommend this is a great place to start. And if anybody has any um, any thoughts on any other books that we want to, um, that you want us to kind of maybe do a, a podcast on, do a review on, hear our thoughts on it. Because um, again, we'd love to chat to any members maybe that have read this, read this book or hopefully read it because of this podcast over the next couple of weeks and months. Um, we'd love to chat to you about it. Um, but any, any any other books that you'd like to do next, Ashton? Anything else on your mind? Any other books you found extremely impactful on, on your life? I have a loads in Audible. I probably have to go through them again. Um, probably like any books by Michael A. Singer. They like they've been like big ones for me in the past year. Like he's really really good. Um, what else? Any the Jim Rohn Library on Audible? Yes, I absolutely really? love Jim Rohn. Absolutely love. He's so cheeky. <laughs> Um, but as I might maybe 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 the alchemist uh, I found that was a really good for anybody maybe who's feeling a little bit lost and kind of needs some inspiration to follow their dreams that was also probably that was kind of the, I think that was the first book I really read as an adult um, that kind of really got me back into reading and kind of seeing the value in books like I just look like even this book like I look like what is this book this book costs 1680 and I'm like the value you get from this book I'm saying is worth <laughs> 10 times that more um, you know, like people put their, put a lifetime's worth of experience into a lot of these books, and it's just they're so so cheap and easy to consume. And you know, I, I just think books books are amazing. It's, it's something that is always on my mind. I want I want to I want to read more. I want to I want to learn more. Um, 
so yeah so uh, guys if anybody's listening i hope i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast if you have any feedback we would love to hear your thoughts um, and i do want to know if there's any books that you really love that really impacted your life and that you might uh, like to hear us discuss um ashton any closing comments um just read the book and yeah. i really enjoyed recording this it's really nice yeah, yeah you know amazing cool well listen guys thanks a million for listening appreciate it like subscribe share all that good stuff tag someone that you think might find value in this recording and fingers crossed we will see you again next week with another podcast bye see you guys